we stand up. Let's go. We don't stand out. We stand up. Let's have this real conversation and talk about um, how do we begin to create the movement we need in our community to make the changes that are necessary in order for us to be more impactful, empowered, and at least have a level of growth that is necessary for us to be better. All right. The necessary, the necessary of the necessary. Um, so again, I want to welcome you guys to the Brothers of Legacy broadcast, um, where we talk about all kinds of issues every single day, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to whenever we finish. Today we started at 10 because of some changing situations. And if you guys like 10, you know, let me know. <laughs> I like early though. I like early. Good morning, Deborah. Good morning. But I got to give the people, got to give the people what they want. <laughs> so, oh, you know, let me know. I, I'm curious. I'm curious. Uh, so we're going to see how people roll in. I just sent the text message. Text message went out today. Two times. One to show that we weren't going to be on at nine. A second one just to remind it to come on in. And we'll be starting at 10 o'clock sharp. So today I want to talk about, hey, good morning. Look at my people coming through. Even an hour later. Appreciate you. Good morning, Keita. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you being a part. Uh, again, there's a share button on Wherever you're watching, on uh, YouTube, the Facebook, make sure you're sharing, uh, because sharing is, is definitely caring. All right, so today, again, come on, there we go, bam. All right, so today we're talking about how do we create a movement, right? Yeah, Wusa. So we are constantly inundated with the negative uh, horrific pictures, you know, of, of police violence and, and even violence against ourselves. Um, and it's like, you always got your hands up. Like, what do you do? How do you begin to change the situation? Or how do you at least begin to change things for the better? And, you know, each one of us are living our lives a, the best way we know how, Right. I think, but we are so conditioned to being secluded. You know, we're so conditioned to being me and mine and apart from everybody. So today I kind of want to discuss how do we begin to change our situations where we are closely knitted tightly together yet you know each individually striving you know because everybody has their pretty much own agenda and the things that they want to see um personally that they want to build and i feel like we are more apt to work together than have what they call the crabs in a bucket mentality um than you think and i don't because i don't believe anybody really wants to hold anybody back. Yes, because we can lie to ourselves as much as we, we like, but if you if you know somebody that has grown up in the same space, kind of had the same advantages and, and disadvantages that you have, 
and now they're thriving and successful, you always look like, man, what did I get wrong? <laughs> you know, what did I do that they that they didn't do or did do that I missed out on? Um, because there's always those moments. There's always a lane watching. You know, it's not necessarily that you may not want to be like somebody, but you just want to understand, you know, the positioning. Like, how do they get in the position that they're in? Um, and I think a lot of times, to me, the some of the keys to success, and I, I probably spoke about this a lot, but it's all about connection. Right. And it's not just the connections to the millionaires, it's the connections to your neighbors um, and just being a part of a village or a group and not being separate. Right. And actively working to stay connected. Right. Because it's not just one thing to to get the number, text a little, um, but it's taking the next step actively staying connected you know this is how we create a movement because when we are so divided or separated the diversity of ideas and ideals become so sparse they become so uh separate from each other that it's hard to agree on enough to make change in our community if that makes sense um and i think that is like our biggest, our biggest enemy is that we are so separated. Um, and Pastor, you know, we talk about politics and how we get so emotional and I get the emotional part of it. But I think it's just being able to really sit down and have a open minded, thoughtful conversation about the things that separate us, especially if there is. A level of separation because we all grow up differently. We all see things from different spaces. Um, but really being able to have an open-minded, thoughtful conversation as to why my brother and sister thinks a specific way that's opposing to the way I think. And even reaching spaces where you agree to disagree because... For the most part, we all want the same things. It's just coming together to make them happen, right? So this is like the ground level foundation of how do we create a movement in order to change things in our community. Now, one of the, the, the biggest challenges to that is just being able to come together, just being able to build something that will create a, a nuance in order to start the ball rolling. Um, and I and I think we miss out on just the basic levels of connection. All right. Hold on. Uno momento, por favor. Coming to the stage all the way from Okinawa, Japan. <laughs> I said, I probably, every time I throw a name, like, who is this? <laughs> Pastor Brian A. McCrory, Senior. <laughs> Happy day. Happy day. What's happening? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Morning, Lisa. Morning, Deborah. Morning, Keita. Yes, indeed. Um, So I just want to take a quick pause and make sure you guys are voting. 
if it's your, I think every, a lot of people, a lot of early voting has started. I won't say everywhere, but just be, be, keep that in mind. If you're in the state of Georgia, it started here as well. So get into this, find out who's who, you know, most of the times if you go to your, if you look up your local election uh, office in your, your town or a um, county, you can see what's, what's, what and who is on the ballot. So if you're like, I don't know what's on the ballot. You know, the worst thing is when you go into the booth, you're like, who is that? What is that? And then you start trying to read uh, propositions and you're like, that sounds like an obvious choice. But what all comes with that? <laughs> you know, like, like um, so you're just like, yeah, no, any, meeny, miny, mo. <laughs> you know, so, um, so at least you kind of look up the people and some of the propositions that kind of weigh in on what will work, you know, for your county or state. So you're at least not totally blindsided when you walk into that booth, you know, and see other names. You're like, who is that? And granted, I'm going to keep it real. You know, unless Pastor got another way, if unless someone has a political track record, it's hard to know if a candidate is new coming in other than, you can see they had a business, maybe a divorce or bankruptcy or something, but the research is harder. So it's kind of like <clears throat> ads are, only, are the only things you can go off of what the opposition is saying and what they're saying <laughs> and try to look for consistency. Like, okay, they look like they may be a liar. They may be a liar. You know, like, so it's just, so I won't say that it's, it's, that's the challenge of voting, especially new people, new, uh, a new candidate, because you don't know who they are. You're just looking, you know, and if, and unfortunately, if they look like somebody that has been janky in your life, you're going to look like, yeah, you look like John, John, I ain't voting for you. <laughs> you know, it's, it's unfortunate, you know, that and names. Oh man, they got some name that you just like, yeah, you sound like you trouble, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, if they have a track record, you can kind of see that at least. Um, and, and, and know this person is worthy of being reelected, you know, but it's hard to, it gets hard. It gets hard. Um, cause like, uh, there's a challenger here in Georgia to longstanding, uh, Congressman David Scott, a new guy's coming in. Um, and you know, of course he's, he's saying David Scott. Somebody's challenging David Scott. Yes. Yes. I don't ask me his name. I cannot remember his name. Of course, a young-looking guy. Um, he has a couple of ads. Where's Latrice Rollins this morning? <laughs> I know, right? So, she would know. She would know. Yeah. So he, um, you know, he's had. He's been saying, you know, David Scott is. Oh, there she go. There she go. Uh, Who is challenging David Scott, Trice? Yeah, he said. Uh, they've had ads. He's saying, you know, David Scott has done some great things, but in the last decade, <laughs> he is he is losing his grip. We need fresh fresh eyes you know so he's not he's not dogging them oh flowers okay that's his oh, last flowers. name flowers okay. yeah yeah gotcha that's his last name yeah i won't i can't really I, i'll tell you later pastor like our our opinion based on his ads <laughs> like, I, I don't know yeah yeah i don't know about the person yet though yeah david scott not I, to, to taint a little bit david scott is endorsed at least in his ads by um <clears throat> I went blank. Everybody. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because you've been there so long. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. 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 So. He's the distinguished gentleman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting your business. I'm putting my business in the streets, but I'm not going to put him in these streets because it's going to be misconstrued and misunderstood. So, <laughs> like, hey, do you really think like that? <laughs> if you he, if you see me continue to turn my head to the side and look over this way, yes, indeed, it's because my mother head. my mother is sitting next to me. <laughs> oh, Mama Corey in the That's building. <laughs> she's she's in the house. Yes. <laughs> Where is my girl? She's at work though. Yes, Samantha. There's yes. Latrice. She's right there. She's working it out. Lisa, Keita. Oh, there you go. Marcus Flowers. Marcus yeah, Marcus Flowers. Okay. Flowers. That name sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's a young guy challenging. But I know for those that don't really care about Georgia politics, <laughs> like, I'm not in Georgia. I don't care. Um, but so that's. Oh, speaking, he said, hey, my mama. <laughs> hey. So, oh, so, yeah, definitely just be aware of what's going on in your locale, you know, who's running, what's going on, at least know the propositions and things that are being put on the table. Cause a lot of times they're, they're going to be, you know, in these, in these middle elections, there's always asking for some money cause they know they can kind of slide it in there. Um, taxing and, and things. Like oh, there's Keita saying, Hey, mama McCrory. <laughs> are they all, are they all, everybody yeah. hollering now. There okay. you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she says, Hey everybody. <laughs> Oh, I just I just had some grits and some bacon and some oh, eggs. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Wait, hold on, let me. You want to hear me suck my teeth? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, definitely. That's that's a way. There we go, Richard in the building. Hey, Look Richard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. You know that's that's part of creating the movement um the voting and knowing what's happening in your local parts and then connecting with each other um as, and trying to we got a button we got what's that huh i, said, you oh, I just noticed it was crooked in the uh <laughs> oh this is my uh right i know right <laughs> oh graduate i don't see uh yeah, I got my my graduate. <laughs> I don't see uh, indeed, indeed. Um, I know, right? I should have been over there getting some breakfast. That's yeah. what I should. We should go live from the breakfast table. <laughs> yeah, oh, so yeah, so definitely. Well, I'd, I'd have turned five years old. I'd be like, "What? What are you doing here? <laughs> Why you get to eat? Why you get to eat?" <laughs> Like that's my mama. Right, right. You know, we used to be back in the day, right? <laughs> oh man. Oh. So yeah. So like I said, you know, creating a movement, you know, like I, is is starting with the okay. local, building up and connecting with those that are around you. And you know, a lot of times we are separated, um, because we are. He's like greeting my BOL peeps. There you go. Oh. Um, we are separated because we, you know, we live on an island a lot and we don't connect as much as we should. And we miss out on the important things that are happening around us. And it's funny, um, we get so inundated with drama, you know, we miss the small things. We miss the, the, the nuances. We were talking about that yesterday, right? Right. Right. It's so, we so, 
we're, we're such a people that get distracted. And I get it. Things are going to happen. But when they inundate your life so much that you have no idea what's happening locally, you know, even globally, you know, and we always are the ones caught off guard. You know, these things have been coming down the pike. Inflation, we know, was going to grow. You know, the interest rate was going to go up eventually. We just have to be <clears throat> mindful. You know, we heard about the the war starting with Russia. You already know when war starts, <laughs> gas prices seem to always like go up. Gas is always affected. See, like every war, you know, if you've been around at least 30 years, <laughs> you know, gas prices always affected. Um, he said, I'm thinking uh, with everything this week. Right. Indeed. indeed. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. So for, for you, Pastor, like, and I'm glad Dr. Rollins is here because she has a, a great organization that's bringing other organizations together to kind of to to help build a community. Not, you know, she's kind of created a roundtable for us to connect, you know, with other like minded organizations. So I'm glad she's in the building. She's doing a wonderful work okay, in the community. Um, and like I said, it takes is a <laughs> Texas pump more. Right. Right. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, definitely we have to be mindful of, of what's happening in our community. So for you, Pastor, how do you feel like um, would help the momentum to keep us focused? Like, what do we need? To oh, really you mean in the focused? community? Yeah, to keep us focused what's happening around us in the community and things of that nature where we could be more vigilant and not be so more be so reactive in in the things that are happening. I think it's it's relative because there are many people that are operating uh, with the spirit of vigilance. Right. You know, a lot of people are focused. A lot of people are pushing the envelope. A lot of people are, you know, fighting the good fight. There's so many people out there, so many um, warriors right. standing up for for different causes that impact our our community. So if if the question is how do we increase those numbers, I think we keep doing what we've been doing. You know, it, it's really you talk about not getting distracted. It's about, you know, I, I, I've i had some conversations with people recently because the, the Bible tells us it's the small foxes that spoil the vine. Right. Right. And so when we talk about being reactive, you know, not knowing what's going on in, in Russia or in Ukraine and and how does that impact gas prices? You know, we're so busy arguing over why you didn't call me back. Right. You understand yeah. You know, the, the value of the things that we find holding our attention hostage right. compared to where we should be investing our time and our energy. There are far too many people that are investing good quality time into um, into spaces that are not conducive for growth, for improvement. So it's about it's about capturing the focus of so many that are distracted, so many that are lost, so many that are missing it because they're caught up with the small foxes. Right. right. You know, um, when I when I put on a black shirt. I don't want lint to show. Right. I pick the lint. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, because lint on black is obvious. It may not seem like much but it distorts the picture. Right. Right. When I speak, I ask people, please pick the lint. Right. I want to know if what I said resonated, if what I said made as much sense to you as it did to me. 
or are you going to be petty, not tell me right. or not give me constructive criticism, but go criticize me behind my back to somebody right. else? Right. We right. too many of our leaders are yeah. caught up and that's why we can't press forward. But right. what I'm saying is there are a great number of leaders right. that are that are operating in a collective fashion that are absolutely making things happen and they're making people very nervous, which is why we see a lot of the things uh, taking place or why we are so under attack right. because they feel the momentum shifting, right. right? So in a season like this, we have to continue to gird ourselves up. And I'm not talking about white versus black, Protestant versus Jew or, or Catholic versus Baptist. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking purely about how are we getting better? How do we improve our community? How do we improve where we I was having a conversation with my neighbor just the other day. Uh, I was talking about some work I wanted to do in my backyard and my neighbor does. He works on garages. He improves his his line of work is he does garage makeovers. Right. Right. And so I'm telling him, yeah, I want to put a pull a slab of concrete in my backyard and extend my deck. And he's like, hey, man, come over here and take a look at what my wife and I have done. I'm just giving you an example right. uh, in the back of our house. And I, right. you know, he's like, I brought power here. I separated the amperage so that, you know, how you always get your power flickering or your your your, your breaker goes out. That's right. because everything is on the same amp, you know, and I'm like, oh, OK. He goes, so I separate like the stuff outside has its own amperage. I'm like, wow, wow. I didn't think about that, right. you know. And so he's giving me ideas. He's giving me pointers. Why? Because if I do it right, it only enhances our community. Right. right. It's not like, Good. man, you go figure it out yourself. <laughs> you understand right. what I'm saying? Right. And I'm like, I'm applauding him at the world. Oh, man, this is man, this is great. When I grow up, right. I want to be like you, you know, right. <laughs> right. right. We encourage one another yeah. and, and we lend to one another. Right. right. We, right. we help, we educate, we enhance where we can. And, right. and so if we have more of that, I believe that we'll be able to accomplish a, a whole lot more than what we accomplish when we say things like, well, you ain't have to say it like that. <laughs> right. Right. Like you, you would yeah. you would not believe that's a debate mm. with with two people making sixty thousand dollars a year each. Right. And if they didn't trip over that stuff, they would both probably be making two hundred and fifty thousand dollars right. a year each. Yeah. Because it's the little stuff that right. knocks us off. Right. And we miss opportunity. We're looking right when we should have looked left. Definitely. Definitely. You notice I said look right when we should have looked left because I'm left handed. So I prefer looking left than looking right. Right. I was giving favor to the left. Because most people say you look left when you should have looked right. Right, right, right. Right. Uh, Why is world riddled with right handed people? (laughs) Um, So, oh, the thing is. That's 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 good, but do we are we willing to to listen? Like your neighbor, he brought you to the back. You know, he was trying to show you, like, hey, if you do this, this will not only you know help you personally, it'll help us. Like you said, with the with everything else, are we willing to listen to others when it comes to correcting our lives? And like you said, we do we get so caught up in 
you don't have to say it like that, that we miss out on the message being served. Um, and I, and I think some of those, um, okay. <laughs> I passed Appreciate you. Um, so I think some of those nuances are the things that keep us from becoming better from, from creating a community that will become more, um, and if we can get out of that space where we're so sensitive, you know, we are, we are people that have become super sensitive. Um, and, and I'm not saying I want to negate your feelings, but sometimes, you know, the, the adage, if you ever heard it with, with preachers, it's tight, but it's right, you know, or if you can't say amen, say ouch, um, and receive what's being told because it's we all are in need of improvement. We all in need of becoming better with what we do and who we are. And the truth is the only way that we're going to get better if we begin to show each other the nuances of of what made me better. You know, what helped me out of a space. Now granted, I know some might be thinking if I don't, if I'm not looking for the help, <laughs> or I didn't ask your opinion, I don't want it. Oh, uh, but plenty of us know we need help in certain spaces, but we don't talk about it. You know, like was it this week or last week that we talked about money? You know, money is a a challenge conversation. You know, because it, it's not the best feeling to be the one without the most in the room, or even. Can at least be average. <laughs> can, I, can I be the average of the room? But when you can feel or know that, man, uh, my chips don't stack up like anybody else's in this room. It's hard to feel comfortable. Uh, so, but I challenge you to have those uncomfortable conversations with other people in the room. Have those uncomfortable conversations about how did you uh, navigate your way through this? Like I spoke about in the beginning of the broadcast about if you're in the same space with somebody else and you look five years down the road, there's so much further ahead. Why not have the conversation? It's rough. And I, and listen, I get some people are that high minded conversation. You know, the way they speak may feel, make you feel like they're looking down on you. It doesn't work always, but it doesn't necessarily hurt to try, you know, to at least, See if you can go there. You know, what, what, ask the questions. How did you make your way through, you know, out of the same neighborhood, man? I, I stumbled here, but it seemed like you excelled there. Have those conversations. You know, if you see children like in your village that are well mannered while you're struggling to keep your kids together, and that, and real talk, that's like, that's probably harder than anything. You know, being a parent and trying to, you know, admit that, man, I do not have a handle on this. Like, I thought I was doing this. I was, I was handling this big time when they were little. I don't, I don't know what happened, you know, and willing to, <laughs> Ooh, that sounds good, man. I'm, I'm going to put a pin in that one. So Richard says, how about our brother's legacy credit union? <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. Um, and you know, you get, you, you need the help or you want the help, you know, but it's asking for the help 
and not feeling judged, you know, but you have to be open for the answers because a lot of times, you know, when it comes to, to children, it's something we've done previous that may have led up to them being a specific way, you know, and though you can't change the past, someone may recommend like, well, these are the things you need, the steps you need to take in order to get your child on track going forward, either based on like educational knowledge, based on experience, a combination of both, based on seeing others, you know, based on someone that told them the same thing, you know, there are different experiences that can affect how we expand and grow our village. Um, and it's just being willing to listen. Man, can we listen? Can we listen to one another when it comes to building success, to building our families, creating the movement that will change our communities? What is the conversation that you're having that's going to change your community? You know, I know a lot of people talk about it, but are you willing to make the changes in your life so that the movements take place? You know, and it takes time, you know, um, it's, it takes showing up. <laughs> so, you know, my wife and I had a, had a conversation, you know, about about men showing up at school functions. And, you know, and she was like, we want to be heads and leads, but we got to take onus for what's been lacking. You know, and, and a lot of what Brothers of Legacy movement is about is about holding us to our feet to the fire so that we are more present in these community spaces in order for change to happen. Sometimes that male voice is necessary in order for change to take place. Um, and we have to be in the spaces to create the movement. That goes for everybody, but everybody got to put their hands to the plow. Everybody has to be involved. We have to be able to take the time out to make things happen. And, you know, you're never that busy. You are never that busy. If you really care about your legacy, because it's not just about finances. It's not just about you and yours. If you don't spread that knowledge to others, where are they going to be left? Which direction are they going to be going in? You know, we have to begin, begin to make the necessary changes in our life so that our community community can begin to change. Some of the, the struggles, just we don't listen. We don't want to hear somebody else's opinion or experience. You know, we we rather just, I figured out on my own. Like, your way hasn't been, really been working. We have to begin to understand what is actually happening in our community in, in order for change to happen. And my thing is, if we don't listen to each other, how are you ever going to grow? Because someone knows something that I don't know. Someone knows something that you want to know that no one else, that, that you don't know that someone else, wait, someone else knows what, knows something that you need to know. There it is. Someone else knows something that you need to know. And if you don't ask, you know, you have not because you ask not and unless we begin to reach out and really connect with each other one-on-one -on -one, in group settings have conversations have open conversations about the things we're struggling with like each one of us has a, a section of our life that we're trying to conquer that we're trying to overcome 
and yet we don't talk about it. We don't ever talk about it. We never talk about it. We always get stuck in the same space, in the same way, doing the same things. And there's no movement. And then we get blindsided. Something happens. Something comes up. And we lose out. We lose our momentum. We lose our way. And today, I just want you to kind of consider who are you connected to that can help you get to the next level or help your community get to the next level? What is it in your life that you need help with that can help somebody else? You never know what you may learn may be a blessing to somebody else, right? The, the term I always heard it uh, with the Muslims, you know, each one teach one, each one teach one. So as you're learning, you can show somebody else, you know, we're getting up on the credit game, we're getting up on uh, how to build multiple streams of income, you know, who are you connected with? And a lot of us are connected to folks, but we don't reach out. We sit on our island. We sit in our space and we never reach out. We just sit silently and we struggle, struggle over and over again. We go through to get to, <laughs> we go through instead of seeking out the help needed, the resources, because there's folks, like I said, I've, you know, there are moments that I finally say something. They're like, yeah, man, I got, let's, all you got to do is, you're like, oh, I've wasted so much time not saying anything. So how do we create a movement? Connecting to each other. Listening to each other. Being willing to hear the hard parts in order for us to grow. That's how we create a movement. That's how we change our community. That's how we do things that are different than we've done before. That's how generation changes, right? Because your generation after generation, y'all just been secluded, hearing the same things, doing the same stuff. Then someone on the outside can finally come in and say, hey, I think you guys should do it this way. This is work for me and my family. You should try that. And it shifts things. Things change. Generations get better. But we gotta connect. We got to connect. We have to be willing to do the work, the hard work of connecting. And that changes our community because it's not enough for us to just be out marching. It's not enough for us to just be out voting. We got to connect as a community. We got to connect as a community. That's the only way. That is the only way that we're going to grow. The only way. That's it. That's it. I mean, we, like I said, <laughs> there's a lot of politicians out there learn who's running, learn about the propositions that are on the table. Because like I said, these midterms, this is when money is money is out there. Like they are trying to <laughs> slide a new tax agenda in there because a lot of people don't vote in the midterm. So this is the opportunity to slide those, those little, little low. Hey, I'm going to charge you two cents every time you shop now. So we can add this to whatever project we're trying to build, supposedly. So, so you need to watch. You need to watch. You need to stay apart. You need to stay connected. You need to find out what's on your local ballot. All right? And then share. Once you find out, like, yo, you see these folks trying to do such and such? This right here, right? So I'm trying to do something different. I put up, like, you know, like the news organization that got the ticker, BOL News. Um, bribing senators is legal. So the Supreme Court just cast down a, a, a verdict uh, as a senator, uh, Ted Cruz, 
pretty much he um you could loan money back into your campaign up to $250,000, right? So you can after the campaign's over, you can get up to $250,000 that can go loaned back to your campaign. Now, the Supreme Court has ruled in favor of Senator Cruz cuz he loaned 255,000, so that sent him to court. He did it on purpose to start something and he ended up winning. So now it's unlimited amount of money can be loaned back into your campaign after the election. After the election. So, see how they're going to weave that. They can get any money, anytime, after the election. Right. Marinate on that. So now money has even grown. It's already the corporations of people, my friend. You know, some years back during Obama's administration, that got passed, you know, where corporations can now give money to organizations now, even after the election, they can continue to receive unlimited amount of money. Think Cruz, he might, but he's going to lose. Nobody really like him like that. He ain't really loved on the Republican side either. Um, so he's always just going to be a thorn in everybody's butt. So, <laughs> so, oh, um, so now bribing to me, it's just a bribe. And, and, uh, one of the uh, Supreme Court justices said the same thing. And also the Buffalo shooting exposes segregation, which is in New York. And I always tell you, New York is a segregated state. So it does have spaces in Buffalo that's not, that's more integrated. But New York is a segregated space. So these are things to think about <laughs> as you're voting, as you're connecting with your community. You got to know what's going on. You got to know what's going on. All right. I'm not going to hold you much longer. I appreciate you guys for rocking with me, hanging with me. Um, <laughs> I was just about to close out. All right, I'm going to let Pastor have the last word, and then we're going to bounce out of here. What's, um, what's, what's the last word? <laughs> so I, I, just, well, I just talked. I, I told everybody, hey, get married in. Um, this is my, my sophomore in college. Yeah. <laughs> you just going to show him just a corner of your face. Yeah. <laughs> she said, that's it. You get the eye. You're going to get the eye. Yeah. That's it. Um, so I was talking about the uh, bribing senator. It's legal. Uh, the, the court case that came down, um, the Supreme Court, where they ruled in favor of Ted Cruz. Uh, so now um, you can literally get money after the election. There's no cap. Oh, yeah. You can you, you can recoup yeah. uh, right. your donations if you if you invest in your own campaign right and the campaign raises money right you can recoup whatever you put in yeah so may the richest man win basically right, <laughs> right. exactly <laughs> exactly and yeah and then um talking about the buffalo shooting exposes segregation um and i was just saying i'm from new york and segregation is all over the place segregating segregation yeah so um and I was, you came on and you can have the last word, you know, anything that you've seen in reference to making the movement, creating the movement, things we need to be aware of that you've seen that you just. Well, I, to me, it's it's the same thing that you would apply to trying to make it in life to whom much is given, much is required. The higher you go up, the bigger the, the target is on your back. Right. And, and in these days on your front. Right. Right. You right. know, um, and, you know, like I said, it's it, we, we're living in very challenging times. But guess what? <laughs> I, I said it yesterday and I'll say it again. It was real challenging trying to get out of Egypt. Right. Right. But they got out. Yeah. Right. 
Yes, and indeed. when they got out of Egypt, their biggest obstruction was the Egyptian mindset. Right. They had to right. get out of their own way because right. Egypt had been got, Egypt had been moved out of the way. So right. why are you struggling if the enemy has been moved? Yep. You fighting yourself. So as you grow, as you expand, as we try to improve and increase, let's not become our own worst enemy. Right. Boom. Exactly. Right. Mike Jim. <laughs> Hey, there yeah. you go. That, that's how we ended. Pastor for president. <laughs> <laughs> I approve of this message. All right. So listen, we appreciate you guys for being here, rocking with us. Um, thank you guys for always supporting and sharing and doing all your things. Um, we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow, Wednesday, 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 hump day. Uh, so we'll see you in the AM. Know that we love you. God loves you more. Continue to stay safe and always do the right thing. Peace out. As always, we love you. Uh, know that God loves you more. Stay safe. Thank you, Thank guys. You guys.